for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in. How are you today? A little warm? I know, it's been a hot one. I get it, I get it. How how are you? Doing okay? It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We are back, even at 100 degrees. We are back on Fox Sports Rapid City. No, the real folks out there, the guys working hard out there in the sun and grinding, right? All the rally riders as well. It says, stay safe out there. Keep having fun, all right? Keep your head on a swivel. The Nate Brown Show back on a Thursday. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We're brought to you in part by the Rehab Doctors. When it comes to pain relief without surgery, if you have neck pain, back pain, and injury, see the Rehab Doctors. They remind you, no referral necessary. So you can get in to the Rehab Doctors and get pain relief without surgery. Start online, therehabdoctors.com. The Rehab Doctors in Rapid City since 1997, therehabdoctors.com. On this Thursday, a great guest lineup for you. I know that. Local, regional, national. Let's get it going today. Let's uh, get some questions of the day thrown around, some little entertainment, a little fun, uh, some outrage. Let's beat some dead horses. Let's do all of that. Let's do it all. Uh, right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Let's look at the guest lineup. Kevin Figures joins us, uh, joins us from AM570 Los Angeles. Fox Sports Radio's Kevin Figures on tonight. He's talking USC. I'm really interested in this story out of USC. This isn't the first time this is going to happen. It won't be the last, but it's really interesting how this whole name, image, and likeness landscape is impacting the universities that are heavily involved in it. USC, the latest. We'll get to Kevin Figures from AM570 Los Angeles. Do a little touch of Dodgers with him as well. That's the flagship. He's with the flagship station for the Dodgers. So we got to hit on the Dodgers just a little bit. Um, we're going to go to Eric Williams today, national NFL writer. He's been popping around training camps all over the country. FoxSports.com, national NFL writer. Eric Williams in with a training camp update. Down to the Huskers. Huskers are rolling, getting set for North Western long trip across the pond. Huskers name a starting QB. It feels that way. It looks that way. Well, at least they they say who's in front, right? I don't think they've named the number one starter, but say here here's who's getting the number one spot right now. Steve Sipple is on tonight. Covers the Huskers. Senior reporter on three dot com. Steve Sipple live from Lincoln. And we're going to go local here tonight. We said we drop by every high school football practice that we can. We're going to go to St. Thomas More today. Live update from the Cavaliers. Wayne Sullivan back for year number 32. Do I have that right? 32 years? Unbelievable. Wayne Sullivan, head coach at St. Thomas More. And Wes Johnson's on tonight. He is the owner of the Rapid City Marshals. We haven't heard a lot about this transition from this first season of Rapid City Marshals indoor football to now a new ownership group, and there's, you know, they're in the offseason. Have they hired a general manager? What's it going to look like? The new owner of the Rapid City Marshals taking over here in August officially. It is Wes Johnson, and he's got an update. He'll join us live tonight. So we got you covered. Some good guests across the board. Great content for you. You can be a part of the show. I invite you in. It's a little more fun that way. 
little more fun that way. 720-1067, your voice there, 720-1067. The Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line live for you. And the Barron's Wilson text line also for you. Listener text line, 720-1067. Direct text the show on the Barron's Wilson text line. Okay, I want to start with one baseball story, and then we'll transition to, to a football story. Um, the baseball story is interesting to me. It's not the field of dreams tonight, okay? That's, that's all good. It's all good. My Cubbies and Reds. But this baseball story is interesting to me, and it, and it came up just spontaneous last night. It, it was on the show. I was talking about Aaron Judge, and it just so happens that the Yankee slugger hits another home run last night, and he's got 45 home runs. So that we're through 112 games, and Aaron Judge has 45 home runs. And I just started talking about this last night because they're now starting to say it looks like Aaron Judge, he's in great position now to break the Roger Maris record. Now, there's two things with the Roger Maris record. That is the Yankees record as well, right? Roger Maris passed Babe Ruth. And that's, so that's the Yankees record. So if Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris... He will be the all-time Yankees home run leader in a single season. But also the big one is this, and I mentioned it last night. I said, I think I want to make that a part of the uh, question of the day tomorrow because I want to see where people land on this. Honestly, um, this this popped up to me. Aaron Judge, let's say he breaks Roger Maris, passes the 61 home run mark. I don't know. At this pace, they have him hitting 65. That's That's what they have him hitting. It's baseball, things happen, might go on a cold streak, whatever it may be. Or he might start blasting it even more. It's hot, August, uh, get things going. So 65 home runs is the projection because at this point in the season, Roger Maris back in the day through 112 games, he had 41 homers. Judge last night hit the 45 home run mark. So it's not only the Yankees' uh, possible all-time single-season home run king, but then that goes to this old argument. We haven't had that argument on this show, so it goes to this old argument which was thrown around in the late 90s when we had Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa going on that baseball revival tour, right? Some people would say the baseball HGH uh, tour, whatever you want to say, the steroid era. That's, That's what some people would call it. However... It uh, was an exciting time in baseball. You, you can say that, right? It was made for TV, people following McGuire and Sosa. And then McGuire ends up beating the home run record of Roger Maris. People talked about it. People wanted to, you know, hug about it and wanted to be happy. And then all the steroids uh, questions and comments uh, happened. Then, after the McGuire-Sosa episode, you had Barry Bonds go on the major run. I went to Wrigley Field and tried watching Barry Bonds. I wanted to see history that summer. I was in, in Chicago, me and my wife, newly married, went to uh, Wrigley Field, went to three games at Wrigley Field, and Barry Bonds didn't play in one of them. <laughs> That's just my luck. In his season where he went for 73 home runs. And that is now the home run single season record. But I ask you this. If Aaron Judge can pass Roger Maris, is Aaron Judge in your mind the home run king because you would say it's out of the steroid era, it's in the clean era of baseball, that is the true, the legitimate home run king. 
Because the old school guys still say Roger Maris is. I saw people commenting on it today. They said, hey, I don't know if Judge is going to pass Maris or not. And some people are even saying if Judge passes Maris this season, oh, I don't know if that's legitimate. Oh, Judge could be, could be on something. It's like, folks, let's just ask you this question of the day today. Let's, let's ask this. If Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris 61 home runs, who is the legitimate home run single season king? In your mind, if Judge gets it done, he's at 45 today. If Judge gets it done, is it Barry Bonds and that time, the 73 number, impossible to break and, and impossible to not recognize? Or is it, no, this is a new era of baseball. The drug testing is now in place, that, that whole thing, which we didn't do back with Barry and that bunch, right? That wasn't even in place. Um, what would you say? What would you say? Who is the ultimate, legitimate home run king? 720-1067. If Barry Bonds goes past Roger Maris, are you going, or I should say if Aaron Judge does, if Aaron Judge goes past Roger Maris, are you saying Judge is the legitimate king? He did it the right way? Or are you going to go Barry Bonds, 73? It doesn't matter the HGH stuff because it was a different time. That's what it is. Um, let's get the uh, votes on this. 720-1067 as we get going on a hot Thursday on the Nate Brown Show. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, Barry Bonds is getting the votes, but it's tight. Barry Bonds is getting votes early, but it's tight. You explain this to me. I'm intrigued by this. I am intrigued by this. 51% of you say Barry Bonds is the home run king. Even if Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris and that old record is 61, 51% say Barry Bonds is still the legitimate home run king at 73. 49% of you say Aaron Judge. 49% of you say Aaron Judge. I love it. I love it. This is really, really tight. Um, listener text, Nate, what I worry about is that pitchers will start walking Judge here this year. So they aren't part of the home run record. By the way, the home run record is 61, so anything above 62 would be the new mark. What do you mean? What do you mean? So are you telling me that if Judge goes above 61, if he goes above 61, you're telling me that Judge is the legitimate home run king? Is that, is that which side you're uh, falling on, uh, Lister text that just came in? That's, that's what I want to know. That's my question of the day. Do you recognize Barry Bonds at 73 and that time? Or do you recognize the legitimate home run king through a clean era, which you would say is now, is Aaron Judge, if he gets this done? He's a ways away. He's got 16 to tie it. It feels like he's going to get it done. The pace right now would take him to 65 at the current pace. But again, as you say, there's walks, there, there's the whole thing. Who would you side with is the question. What is my answer to this question? I've thought about this ever since yesterday. I thought, am I rooting for Aaron Judge to break Roger Maris's record? I always love seeing that. Why wouldn't you? Right? Why wouldn't you? Unless you're really tied into the old uh, class and Roger Maris and all that. You know, we all have respect for that. But we want to see new... Uh, players achieve great heights. We want to be a part of history. I would. But I'm, I'm telling you, 
I don't know if uh, this is going to necessarily be seen as part of history. I don't know if it will. Part of Yankees history, yes, for sure. Yankees all-time home run uh, single-season holder will be Aaron Judge if he passes Maris. So he'll have that. That's big. That's a huge brand, the whole thing. But will he be part of history, or will we absolutely have to keep Barry Bonds at 73? I'm going to give you my answer. You may not like it. You may not like it. When I think about it, it's the reason I say I'm no Barry Bonds fan. I don't like how that whole situation played out from Barry Bonds to Roger Clemens to Mark McGuire, whoever, okay, Alex Rodriguez. I don't like how that all played out. So I'm not a Barry Bonds fan. But I'm going to stay consistent on this saying, during that time, Major League Baseball let it fall through the cracks. Major League Baseball didn't clamp down. They didn't do anything to stop the mess. And as a matter of fact, they loved seeing the Sosa-McGuire um, circus. I mean, that, that, was, that was baseball's revival in 1998, right? And then, and then it just went into the Barry Bonds show. And it's, it's one of those things, well, Barry Bonds is easy to not like it. It's not, I'm not necessarily telling you I love Barry Bonds. I don't like that whole, uh, that whole time. But how can you take, he hit 73, how can we determine, well, that's just not the record. The real record is Aaron Judge if he beats Roger Maris. I know what you're trying to say on that argument. I've got to stay with Bonds at 73. I don't want to stay with him. But I've got to stay with him by the numbers, by the rules at the time, by Major League Baseball's fault of its own. I'm not going to strip away the home run record of Barry Bonds. I'm not going to do it if Roger Maris gets passed this year. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, Jim, thanks for taking my call. Jim, what do you think of this? I think uh, if Maris' record gets broken by Judge, say if he hits 62 home runs, He'll be the AL home run champ, and then Bonds will get the NL home run championship. Okay. In, I, I in, think, in history, I who's the real home Bond, run king? I still think Bonds because I remember watching those baseball at that time in the 90s, late 90s, and that was awesome to watch. The ratings, if you looked in, were way higher than they are now. Yeah, I know what you're saying, buddy. I know what you're saying. So you're saying you have to stick with Bonds. And you're okay with it? I would Bonds. I think Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, okay. I've shifted on that too. I, I think he should too. Maybe even before the home, or maybe even before the his steroid use allegedly occurred. In my opinion, Jim. But um, he had great yeah. numbers. He's a great player. Thanks, man. I appreciate I it. Um, thanks for Thank getting you. in. Seven two zero one zero six seven on this Thursday. Just an interesting question. I wanted to ask the baseball purist to the sports fan to the casual baseball fans whoever it may be you're watching something this year Aaron Judge is having an unbelievable year it's a great year 45 homers he's past the pace of Roger Maris right now can he get past 61 and have the Yankees record does that put him in a category that you say is well this should be recognized as the home run record I can't do it I can't do it, um, and and I like seeing it. I can't I, I can't do it. You know, if he if he can't get past seventy three, I can't put him as the home run king. 
And a lot of people say, man, I can't believe you. You're going to let the cheaters hang on to the home run title? Um, Listener text, Nate, should all of the alleged users and cheaters be allowed into the Hall of Fame? That's the question. That's a tough question. Um, It's so interesting along the years. The alleged, the cheaters, some guys have admitted, some guys haven't. Very tough dynamic. It's not uh, black and white. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. You know, Nate, I'm gonna. I got a few things. One, Barry Bonds, greatest baseball player from 1980 on. Um, okay. I don't care what anybody. Whether says. he used or and not. And then, and then that guy that called yesterday. He goes, well, you know, they only had to hit 80s, and they weren't in shape. Now, you're telling me (laughs) Babe Ruth, Bob Gibson, Mickey Mantle couldn't compete today if they had all the extras that these kids have? No, it's a good point, Steve. It's a fair point. It's a fair point that you make. You know, when I hear these youngins, first I look and I go, you've never been in combat, and you've never seen real baseball. It's just life's life. Barry Bonds was awesome. His big deal was he hated the press. He didn't bend over for the press. He didn't bend over for nobody. No, he's, he wasn't, he wasn't was a well-liked guy, personable. You know, ha, you Barry know. Bonds was well-liked in Omaha when he came to the College World Series. Was he, he was well-liked. Oh, heck yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we, we are what Rapid City used to be, a baseball town. Um I'm just saying, Nate, you know, where's the proof in court? Where does it say Barry Bonds says, I admit I used steroids, <laughs> well, I'm guilty, send yeah. me to prison. Yeah. All right, you know what? You know the everybody, I always use the Yankees because that's where it came out in Mickey's book. When they played doubleheaders, Nate, they gave them white crosses. You know what white crosses are, Nate? No, no, I don't. It's a it's a drug. It's speed. Well, yeah, I've heard okay. amphetamines were used quite a bit. I've heard that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, Jim Bouton's book. He ain't lying. He told the truth. Nobody likes it. So you're, so you're because so it was locker room. You're sticking with Barry. You're sticking with Barry. If Judge I'm sticking ba- with Barry. All right. How All can right. you not? No, I understand. I I am too. Probably not as forcefully as you, but. I am, too. You know, I've been that way from day one, Nate. You've changed your mind on a few things that I've been dead on. I'm just saying, brother. <laughs> well, you should try it sometimes. Change your mind. It, it works out. All right. I, I do, Nate. I try and look at it from your point of view, but here I am. I see a, 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 a eight, 10-year-old boy throwing a fit in the grocery store, and mom's down there. Oh, you poor baby. Oh, you, you know what my mom would have done, but. I would have been in that bathroom or in the butcher department. Yeah, I you got want you, buddy. To cry about. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, so so people are voting for Barry Bonds. It's interesting to me. It really is interesting to me. Should we allow all the alleged users and cheaters in baseball into the Hall of Fame? That's the gray area. That is the gray area. For example, let me bring up some. David Ortiz. The fans love him. Even the baseball writers love him. They put him into the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz. There was some alleged use there, some allegations with David Ortiz, right? Well, proof, I don't know, it's all gray. and No, no, some people say yes, some people say no. And 
You know, the, the, the Mitchell report way back in the day. And so it gets into this. David Ortiz is in. There, there's some allegations there. Barry Bonds is out. And it, it feels like you either kind of have to put everybody in with the numbers when you just look at the numbers and their talent and that level, or you can't let even guys like David Ortiz in, in my opinion. So, uh, you know, Barry Bonds at 73 home runs has the single-season home run record. Some people say if Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris, some people say that should be the home run record. In a clean area where it's a uh, clean era now, all the testing and everything, and Judge is clean, and that's the respectable baseball single-season home run record. I, I get it. I'm going to stay with Bonds. I, I'm not going to take it away from Bonds. Right now, the audience is split 50-50. It's a great, um, good, good feedback. If Aaron Judge passes Maris on Roger Maris' 61 home runs, if Judge passes him, who's the legitimate home run record champion single season, Judge or Barry Bonds, who holds it now? 50% of the audience says Aaron Judge. 50% says Barry Bonds. Really, really interesting. Okay, um, let me see here. Wait, uh, we got more listeners chiming in. Listener text seven two zero one zero six seven. Nate, I'm going Barry Bonds. Um, so he's going Barry Bonds. Hang on a second. Some of these coming in seven two zero one zero six seven. Barry Bonds setting records is as fair as high school seniors playing little league. Huh? Huh? So there's one going the other way. There's one going the other way saying. All of that stuff and all of that advantage and all of that edge and all that stuff that these guys did, that's the allegations where that's the unfair advantage. So you shouldn't compare Aaron Judge if he hits 62, 63, 65. Is that a better season than Barry Bonds during the steroid era, HGH era, hitting 73? It's a, I didn't say it was an easy question. It's a tough one, I think. I have a hard time with saying, well, what, you know, we have to take everything away from that era of players because it was Major League Baseball who stepped in it. Major League Baseball is now testing. They have strict punishments. They have the whole thing. There's still people that get caught, by the way, because players are still going to do what players do. But the era now is, is getting better, and you got to respect Aaron Judge. I believe it. Back in the day, Major League Baseball created the mess. Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, whoever else, took advantage and and put up unbelievable numbers. Would we know exactly what those would be if we didn't have that um, uh, advantage? I don't know. And that's too um, obscure for me to say, well, yeah, Aaron Judge is the real home run champ. It's too obscure to me. Coming right back with Kevin Figures, AM570 Los Angeles. He covers USC. And they've got a little situation on their hands I find really, really interesting. USC, they're going to get in any uh, arguments, battles, little situation with many of their donors here. A story you want to hear next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Great news from Dale's Tire and Retreading. We are now part of the Pops Tire Service Network. Same two locations, new name. Pops Tire is committed to the same great service that Dale's has provided Rapid City. Pops is one of the largest commercial tire and retread dealers in the country. Whatever your tire choice, make Pops your choice. We welcome this opportunity to support and grow with the Dale's Tire customers. Visit your local Pops for all your auto, light truck, commercial, and farm tire needs. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A heat advisory continues until 7 p.m. this evening. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a slight chance for scattered rain showers. Lows around 72. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Mainly sunny skies tomorrow. High of 96. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow night. Lows around 69. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 100. Are you ready for football season? The king of sportsbooks, BetMGM at Tin Lizzie is ready for football. Tin Lizzie's BetMGM Sportsbook is the best sports betting experience in South Dakota. From college football to the NFL, make your bet, take in the game, as there's not a bad seat in the house. Your sports betting home for football is Tin Lizzie and BetMGM Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite team and the biggest games. Make your play at Tin Lizzie BetMGM Sportsbook, Main Street Dead. Wood. So at Black Hills Health and Wellness Center, we have four chiropractors in the clinic, and our big focus is working on the musculoskeletal health of patients. We have recommended Pioneer Bank and Trust to many other locally owned businesses and friends and families that own businesses in the Black Hills. It's always organized. It's always beautiful. They're extremely courteous, extremely polite, and if something goes wrong or you need help, they are more than willing to go the distance to get that done for you. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care. With the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. Lighter wheat, classic or old-fashioned, with or without sesame seeds. With so many choices, selecting the right bun for perfectly grilled burgers, hot dogs, and brats can seem overwhelming. Baked right here in the Midwest, the Bakers and Village Hearth made your choice easy. As long as you see the familiar Village Hearth logo on the package, you know you're selecting the freshest, most flavorful buns available. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate? Welcome 
Welcome back in. The Nate Brown Show getting going on a Thursday. Eric Williams is going to join us, national NFL writer, Fox Sports. He's been hopping around training camps all over the country. Good stuff tonight with Eric Williams, one of our favorite NFL guys. Fox Sports, national NFL writer on the way. We'll go down to Lincoln, Nebraska. Got to get an update on the Huskers. We're almost up to game time, man. They say they have one quarterback that's ahead of the other guys right now. Steve Sipples in tonight, covers the Huskers, senior writer at on3.com. Kevin Figures is on today. Talks Dodgers, USC. It's all there. AM 570 Los Angeles, Fox Sports Radios. Kevin Figures back on the Nate Brown Show. Kevin, good to have you, man. How are you? I'm great, Nate. Good to be back. I'm so disappointed that uh, Martinez isn't back for his 19th year of eligibility for the Huskers. I'm sure Husker fans are very disappointed. Yes, yes. We'll get to see him at Kansas State. So he's back, just not with the Huskers. Um, By the way, let me ask you about this USC story. I wanted to get you on about this. And there's a lot of hype around USC. New chapter with Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. I mean, they got guys, and a lot of people think, oh, they're going to have a big advancement right away. Here's the story out from the L.A. Times saying, in this name, image, and likeness era, universities like USC are now having to look at donor-started NIL collectives. So long story short, a bunch of major donors at USC who love the program they started their own collective. They're donating a bunch of money to it to potentially give that to players. And USC's now looking at going, how do we rein this in? How, how uh, tough of a spot is this? Yeah, it's very tough. So what USC has done, and to the best of my knowledge, Nate, no other university has done this, they outsource all of their NIL situations to another company. So they've told any of their incoming students or any students on their uh, roster, if you want to sign an NIL deal, you go over here to this company. They're going to handle everything. They're going to make sure you're in full compliance. You know, They're going to talk to your agents or talk to the people that are managing you. Everything will be under the, uh, that umbrella. So the school itself doesn't have to worry about any of this. Now, the issue with this collective that's being put together, which is not endorsed at all by USC, this collective says, all right, we're going to get together, do our own thing. Every player on the roster is going to be able to make money so long as you do what we ask, whether that's come to a charitable event or do a speech. Whether you're the starting quarterback or the fourth-string punter, you're going to get money as long as you do what we ask. The problem is it's very unregulated, just like Do I have you, Kevin? Are you still there? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, you just popped out for a minute. Sorry about that. I said USC is still very afraid uh, of getting of having violations when it comes to the NCAA because we know they're still coming out of, even though it was a decade ago, uh, the, the Reggie Bush sanctions, which pretty much killed their program for the better part of a decade. So I think USC is very fearful of running a running a foul of the NCAA, NCAA in any way possible. And I think because of this new collective that's being talked about, they're very fearful uh, of this thing actually coming to fruition. Okay, so donors are on one side of this potentially saying, hey, we want to start a 501c3. It's a it's a quote-unquote charitable organization. We can donate it. 100% of the uh, the revenue in there is going to go to the athletes. There's, there's no fees or anything from an outside media company. So I'll ask you, Kevin, did USC, as you say, they're one of the only universities to outsource it to a media company, their NIL. Was that a smart play? I think it was, you know, especially for a university that has a history of, of, of violations like they do with the Reggie Bush scandal. You say, look, 
We're going to hire a company that knows exactly what they're doing, knows exactly what the situation is. We don't have to worry about dealing with it ourselves. You know, and so all the compliance issues are going to fall on to them. So nothing can ever be linked back to the university directly because the university has no direct link between, say, Caleb Williams and this car dealership. It's all going to be linked to the third-party company. It's kind of a way for the university to absolve themselves of any potential issues that might pop up. So from that standpoint, Nate, I think it's the smartest thing they possibly could have done. Kevin Figures on AM570 Los Angeles. He's live. We're talking USC in this interesting scenario they find themselves in. So they don't want to tick off the donors, and I don't think the donors want to tick off the school. What do you think is going to uh, be worked out? What do you think? Well, I know the donors, this group that's been put together of donors and fans, have said they've talked to this outside company about potentially trying to partner up, but the talks have not gone extremely well. That doesn't mean that they won't somehow find some sort of happy medium, I do think in the long run, Nate, that will be the best situation for everyone. If you want to have the collective, at least have the collective fall under the umbrella of the third-party company and find a way to work in unison. Uh, but independent of that, if that doesn't end up happening, uh, it, it's going to be a bit of an issue for the university. The university, you're going to have students on the roster being paid money by a company that the university doesn't really want to associate with. Even though they are, you know, Brian Kennedy, who the practice field is named after, he's a big, big one of the big donors who's involved. A lot of people who love the university and want them to succeed won't necessarily have the endorsement of the university itself. It's a very, it's a very odd situation because obviously both sides want USC football to thrive but they're going at it in two completely different ways. It's interesting. Um, a question would be, Kevin, why didn't these donors who love USC football just say, hey, we'll funnel our money to this outside media company, BLVD. Um, we'll just funnel our money in there. Somebody's commenting, I'm seeing it behind the scenes, saying, well, every donation that comes into BLVD, the media company, they take a percentage because they're going to make some money off of this too. Is that the big uh, hitter? That is it. That's 100%. This, as, as you mentioned, them filing uh, as a charitable organization, saying that all of the process, uh, profits or the majority of the profits are going to go directly to the students. And looking at Boulevard, the way that it's set up, that's not necessarily the case. They're going to take a little bit of a cut of any of the deals that are wrapped up in it, and they felt that that wasn't fair to the students. Uh, so that's the big uh, point of contention for the collective. They want the more of the money to be able to go to the students and not as much to go to the actual company that's brokering a lot of these deals. Okay, so it, this isn't the first time it's going to happen, and I don't think it's the last. Universities really don't have control over some of these outside collectives, and I just wonder how that's all going to play out just nationally, Kevin. It's going to be tough. It really is. And look, I understand why the collective was put together because, look, we've seen multiple universities do this already. Right, look, basically, it's pay for play, Nate. It's like if you come play for the University of whoever, and if you're a scholarship athlete, all you do is send out this tweet or post this on Instagram, and we'll give you $500 a month for being a scholarship athlete on the team, regardless of whether you play or not, or you have a certain amount of followers. It is literally pay for play. And so the USC Collective feels, well, for their individual players who might not be good enough to actually sign individual NIL deals, we want to get them to be able to come to USC and not say, all right, maybe I'm a three-star guy. I'm a good player, but maybe not a great player. If I can make money at UCLA and then I have a collective, why would I go to USC where I'm not guaranteed to make anything? 
So you, these USC donors feel like they might fall behind in the process of getting certain players because those players simply won't come based on the merits of the NIL deal the way that it's set up through the third-party company. I'll tell you, this wasn't expected, I don't think. People thought, oh, this is going to work out fine. I was, I'm was, i a proponent of name, image, and likeness. I am, Kevin, and then I didn't I didn't want it to go into uh, talent acquisition fees. I, I wanted it to be for the athlete to profit off of their name, image, and likeness, and it's uh, not really turning out that way. Uh, Kevin figures on, before I let him run, let's go to AM570 LA. You guys are the home of the Dodgers. Dodgers baseball, they get a huge lead on the Padres. Are the Dodgers, um, should they be worried about anybody? The Mets, I guess? You always have to worry about a team like the Mets when you have two aces at the top of the staff. So, when you have Scherzer and DeGrom, and and both of those guys look spectacular since coming back uh, from the injured list, you have to be concerned about those. I know the Padres, the Dodgers, whooped them pretty good this past weekend, even after getting Juan Soto in the mix. But give them a little bit of time to gel. Their pitching is really good, too. Blake Snell is turning a corner. So I do feel that the Padres, should they get in as one of the wild cards, and they will, uh, could pose an issue, too. So I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for the Dodgers. It's encouraging that the Dodgers are playing as well as they are, despite the fact that they have their share of injuries. They haven't had Walker Buehler all season. Blake Trinan is a great player in the bullpen, who's been out for the majority of the year. Uh, so even despite all that, uh, they're 40-plus games over 500 and cruising. But I, I won't get as confident as to say they have nothing to worry about, Nate, because when you can pitch in the postseason, you know, it, we've seen many potent uh, offensive lineups get shut down in the past. And I do think the Mets have the ability to be able to do that. Hey, a lot of Minnesota Twins fans up here. The Twins were playing the Dodgers. We don't see that very often. And then all the Dodgers fans just booed our guy, Carlos Correa. I mean, you guys just let him have it. Oh, every single time, Nate. All the respect to our friends in the Twin Cities. I love the Twins, too. <laughs> By our bucks, young faces of baseball. But Carlos Correa... Absolutely no love whatsoever anytime he comes to Dodger Stadium. It really doesn't matter what uniform he's wearing. It's nothing against Minnesota. We cannot root for that guy. I'm sorry, Nate. A lot of history with the uh, Astros, Correa, and the Dodgers. We all know that. Um, last question. It's a baseball question, Kevin. If Aaron Judge passes Roger Maris and that old record, which was 61 home runs, in the clean era of baseball, all the testing that goes on, is Aaron Judge the home run king if he gets to 62, 63, 64, or is it still Barry Bonds? Who is it? Yeah, that's a hard one, Nate. I hadn't thought about that. Um, the, the, the only issue with Barry Bonds is I know you have, we all read Game of Shadows. We know the background and all of it, but he's still never positively tested for anything. So, He's still the home run king in my book. Even though I know the numbers were inflated for him and a lot of other players back then, Eric Judge deserves his due. And some people think it's a hot take to say that he should be the MVP over Shohei Otani. I don't think so, especially if he ends up hitting over 60 home runs this season. He's one of the best players on one of the best teams in the league while the Angels are terrible. So I do think Aaron Judge should win the MVP award. And, but I don't know if I can say that I'm willing to give him the, the award as the home run king over Barry Bonds. That's a good point, Kevin. I'm with you on it. It's tough. I'm not a Bonds fan, but I, but I can't strip it uh, because of that mess uh, back in the day. Kevin figures on. Good stuff. AM570 LA, home of the Dodgers. They cover USC. KFig1 on Twitter. Kevin, always good, man. Thanks for hopping on. No problem, Nate. Anytime, man. Take Appreciate care. Appreciate your time. Kevin figures tonight, AM570 live from Los Angeles, home of the LA Dodgers and USC. Oh, interesting. So are you catching this USC story? You know, you know how we're following this here. USC 
signed on with a company, a media company, marketing company, to say, hey, you guys handle all of our name, image, and likeness. You guys handle all this sponsorship stuff. We don't want anything to do with it. The athletes come to you. You stay in compliance, and we do football and, and student athletes here. You guys do NIL marketing, all that stuff. Okay? Good. Now rich mega donors at USC say, wait a second. Florida, Alabama, some of these major programs, Texas, A&M, they do their own name, image, and likeness 501c3 collectives. You know, if they can get 501c3 status, that's non-tax. Okay, that's charitable. Oh, and, and we can start our own. We can put all that money into here. We can do our own thing, and 100% of the proceeds will go to the athletes. And we want to kind of have that power, that, that opportunity to be engaged with the program. So we're going to start our own thing. And now USC's got a problem. They've got an official partner handling their NIL. That's who they want to handle all of it. And now the mega donors say, hey, we've got our own name, image, and likeness deal. This is better for the student athletes. We want to get in on this. And now they're at a standstill. And USC's not going to go sue those organizations or anything like that. I mean, the guy that the practice field is named after is one of them. I mean, <laughs> they're not going to be like, oh, we're, we're so mad at this. How are they going to find the right answer? USC's in this spot. There could be a couple others. Texas Tech just started a 501c3 collective for name, image, and likeness sponsorships. I mean, it's just the Wild West, literally. And now the universities don't even forget the program and the coach going, hey, you know, I'm trying to recruit guys, and then I got these mega donors over here probably saying, hey, we'll give you this money. I mean, it, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. It really, really is. And now USC's sitting here going, okay, how do we play nice with both? Plus that media company gets a cut of every name, image, and likeness deal that signs on. You know, I don't know what the fees are. People are talking about it behind the scenes at USC. Like, is it 15% cut on the deal? And the collective donors are saying, we're not going to take any cut. We want all the money to go right to the athlete. We don't want to take a cut. <laughs> and so now the athletes are like, oh, I want to sign on with the donors. I get all the money, man. Plus, they're, they're tied. They're going to they're gonna take care of me, right? And USC, um, probably not the last to uh, have a little... Rock in a hard place here. Coming right back on the Nate Brown Show, Eric Williams is on next for you. NFL writer, Fox Sports. Okay, so here's the headline. Tom Brady is going to miss 11 days of training camp and preseason games. Tom Brady's out at Tampa Bay for 11 days, and it was, the reporting is, it was a pre-planned personal time. Pre-planned personal time. What do we think of it? On the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. Sturgis Rally got you fired up? Need to unwind? Stop by the newest smoke shop in Rapid City, Smokes for Less, located in the old French's Cleaners building on Mount Rushmore Road. With a huge selection of tobacco, pipes, glass, dugouts, Delta 8, Kratom, and vapor products, they got you covered. Offering the lowest prices, they won't be undersold. Get three vapes for $30 with 400 different selections, only at Smokes for Less. Located in the old French's Cleaners building on Mount Rushmore Road, Smokes for Less, where nobody offers more for less. Must be of age to purchase. 
Did you know Highmark Credit Union was started as Rapid City Teachers Federal Credit Union over 80 years ago in what was known as Rapid City High School? We're proud of our legacy in education and affordable solutions for our community. Today, Highmark provides a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members in Western South Dakota. Consider joining Highmark. Visit HighmarkFCU.com. Highmark Credit Union. We'll make it happen. For nearly 100 years, Connects has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. Hanging with Brian from Anytime Auto Sales. What's this? You've got another new product for your arsenal? You know it. We're proud to feature the Bushwhackers and the Bushwhacker Plus campers from Braxton Creek. Bang for the buck, there's nothing out there like these new Bushwhacker teardrops. You just got to see these Bushwhacker teardrops. Got so many options for their size, it's just unreal. They are so cool. With kitchens, coolers, refrigerators, built-in furnace and air conditioning systems, even a shower and a toilet. Got to be kidding. It's unbelievable. Totally self-contained, off-road suspension campers that come with new floor plans and in three different sizes ready for boondocking or a campground and they're even solar ready too you just gotta check them out these bushwhacker teardrops these are so perfect for where we live it's time for all adventure junkies to head for the hills and do it in affordable comfort now at anytime auto sales they're like nothing you've ever seen before see anytime anytime.com and as always at the corner of highway 79 in east minnesota anytime auto sales what can Elevate Performance do for your athlete? Brandon Drum, D2 lacrosse player at Mars Hill University. I started going to Elevate Performance for problems with my knee, and after working with Britt, he identified some other issues that helped me prevent severe injury. Elevate's strength and conditioning program also helped me perform at a much higher level. My goal was to play college lacrosse, and I am thankful for Britt and Elevate for helping me achieve that goal. Elevate worked with me on a personal level and helped mold me into a stronger athlete. Get your athlete started at Elevate Performance sd.com Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're here. It's a hot one today. We know that. We know that. A hundred, man. Yeah, I love the tough life, man. I get to work in air conditioned. I love the tough life. You guys are grinding out there. You guys are grinding. No, I love the tough life. I'm working. I'm in air conditioning. My wife texts me here. She said, hey, I'm going to take the kids to the pool. Come on. Come on. Don't do that to me. All right. Everybody doing okay? Glad to be back. Fox Sports Rapid City. It's been a good one so far today. A lot of great guests across the board. Catch the podcast if you miss anybody. We don't repeat guests or record them and play them back and take time off. We want to get good new content out. So catch the podcast if you miss anybody on the Nate Brown Show podcast. Download it where you find podcasts. We're live on Fox Sports Rapid City with Eric Williams, NFL writer, FoxSports.com. Eric underscore D underscore Williams. Find him on Twitter. Eric Williams joins us on the Nate Brown Show. Eric, thanks for coming on. How are you? 
I'm doing well, Nate. How are you doing? Doing good, man. I want to get your reaction to a few things here. And one is one is this. Some people are going to get upset with me because uh, I even bring it up. I even bring this up. and then say, But I want to make a point here. So here's the story today. Tom Brady um, going to be absent from Buccaneers training camp through at least August 20th. This, this is a mm-hmm. personal reason thing. It, uh, according to the reporting, Eric, it was it was pre-planned, so the Buccaneers knew mm-hmm. it was going to happen. Um, personal uh, leave, basically. Going to miss a couple of preseason games in practice. That's not my issue, like, oh, Tom needs practice and Tom needs preseason games. I, I bring this up. What if this is Aaron Rodgers? Would the media and Twitter world react the same way? My feeling is they wouldn't. Um, what's your reaction to that? Yes, I do agree with you, but you know, Aaron doesn't have seven Super Bowl rings. <laughs> that, that probably <laughs> so, helps, I mean, right? Yeah, when when you win as much as Tom does, I think you get the benefit of the doubt that he can come back and and take that amount of time off and still be the same guy when he returns. I mean, you know, he's forty five years old, so obviously he could probably just use the rest in terms of not making the throws that you would make normally you know, in practice on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, he's the GOAT, so he's going to get the benefit of the doubt just because of what he's accomplished. Yeah, that's interesting. So from the X's and O's side, Eric, it's like, of course, he, he, I think he'll be fine. Everything's good. The Buccaneers don't care from the X's and O's. They wanted this guy back. He unretired. He, he came back. I guess it's mm-hmm. from the, you know, how, how everybody's perception is. Aaron Rodgers? Miss, oh, he's aloof. Uh, you know, I just bring him up, and there's yeah. probably other players. Let's say Lamar Jackson misses, um, you know, 11 days. And I guess the history is Tom has won, but I just wonder from the persona side and the team-wise side saying, man, I don't know if, uh, you know, skipping out on a couple of weeks there, what people would wonder about other players. Yeah, I mean, no doubt, but I, I, I definitely feel like it, it depends on, like you said, not only the personality of the player, but how the player has performed. Has he produced on a on a, a year in year out basis? You know, think back to Aaron Donald when he was going through his contract stuff, and he wouldn't show up to training camp at all. But then he would just come out week one and just be a beast, and, and nobody questioned whether Aaron Donald, you know, was doing anything when he wasn't at training camp. Because again, you know, that person is is driven internally, and that they're going to do the work that they need to do um, in order to to be ready for week one. I think when you bring up Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't performed to his potential in the playoffs, and so if if he was to miss two weeks, you go, oh, you know, first round exit the last two times he's been in the postseason, and he's not going to be there for two weeks. Yeah, you you would think he probably needs to be there. So again, I just think it it just depends on the individual and and, and what they've done. Yeah, I agree with it. I agree. I think there's two standards, and and even even respectfully so, there's two standards that even we hold Tom Brady and others to. Eric Williams on mm-hmm. FoxSports.com, national NFL writer. I want to go to the other QB that I guess is going to get the start in the preseason game. The, the Browns are going to start Deshaun Watson. The NFL's yeah. appealing the uh, six-game suspension. Looks like Roger Goodell wants maybe a year. Um, mm-hmm. What do we think of the Browns just going, yeah, we're going to play him? They got to get him out on the field just from a football perspective. He needs to play, and he hasn't played in over a year. So if you're the Browns and he's able to play, you're going to run him out there for a quarter just to kind of shake the rust off and and to kind of see what your your new player can do 
in your uniform. So I understand it from a Browns perspective. Obviously, from a league perspective, I think six games is light, and you should be suspended longer than that. And, and that's why we're we're in this appeal process now with the NFL. And you know, ruling could come down by tomorrow, maybe potentially that that um, means that he doesn't play. Um, but I certainly understand from the organization's perspective, in terms of the Browns, you, you got to get them on the field. You want to get you know the fan base excited. Do you believe the NFL is going to quote unquote win that appeal and it will be a full season? I don't know if it'll be a full season, but I mean Roger appointed the guy that's overseeing it, so I would think there's a pretty good chance they're going to get what they want if, if they're if they're appealing to the league itself. Um, but again, I think there needs to be an appearance of fairness as well. Um, so I'm not sure if it's going to be a full year. I think 12 games seems about right. If, if you kind of talk to people, fans, and people around the league, I think if it were to come back 12 games, I think that that would maybe appease people on all sides. Eric Williams on NFL writer, FoxSports.com. Good stuff tonight. Fox Sports Rapid City. Find him on Twitter. Follow him, Eric underscore D underscore Williams. I just saw this come out. I thought it was interesting. 2021 had the most roughing the passer calls ever. 2021, mm-hmm. most roughing the passer calls ever. And all of us at home, we scream and, and fans yell, oh, the, the arm hit the quarterback, roughing the passer. The arm hit the face yeah. mask, roughing the passer. Yeah. The league has said, we're going to cut back on that. They've, they've sent that out the competition committee saying, hey, we got to ease off on the roughing calls. You, you think that uh, it's going to happen and fans, I think, want that? I'll believe it when there's a roughing the passer call on Tom Brady. Um, Yeah, I I do think fans want that because fans want to see football. And, you know, when you just kind of graze somebody on their face mask, that that really shouldn't be rough in the passer, especially if it's not intentional and they're trying to get to the passer. I think it's harder and harder for for guys who rush the passer for a living to kind of figure out how they're going to hit the quarterback when they get there because you can't land on them anymore. So now you have to kind of take your body off. I know in, in you know, covering the Rams, I covered them the last couple of years, Aaron Donald just takes them and throws them to the ground. Um, that way he doesn't land on them. So, you know, maybe that's kind of a way to do it. Um, but I do, I do think that, that fans are tired of seeing kind of the, the guys getting grazed and then getting called for roughing the passer penalties. I want to get your – yeah, I'm with you on it. Um, they're just going to try and ease off, you know, if it's not a – direct hit to the head if it's trying to get your mm-hmm. hands up and the whole thing. I, I hope it works. Is there too many roughing the passer calls? Yeah, I think so. And I, you know, Again, I, I think from a fan's perspective, you, you, you want there to be some fairness. And particularly on a critical play, if you get a, you know, it's third and 15 and, and your defense should be off the field and then you get a, a roughing the passer penalty that, that just seems kind of light. And it, it can, and they're able to continue to move the football. Um, you know, you're frustrated as a fan because you just you don't think that's not the way football was intended to be played. So yeah, I, I do think there's too many. And uh, again, I'm waiting to see what happens week one. Again, when these quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, who are going to complain to try to get the call uh, if they don't get it. Yeah, I know, and, and there's a lot of campaigning going on, by the way, to get some of those calls. Eric Williams is in today, FoxSports.com, national NFL writer. We're getting close. Preseason action underway, and um, the season coming up uh, very, very soon. Eric, thanks for hopping on tonight. I always appreciate the time. 
Sure. No problem. Thanks for having me, uh, Nate. Have a good weekend. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Eric Williams in, NFL writer, FoxSports.com. We'll try and get him throughout the season. Always good to have him. Eric underscore D underscore Williams, national NFL writer for Fox Sports. I was glad to see that today. If you just missed that just moments ago, um, the league's officiating department, in consultation with the competition committee, has decided to ease off some of the roughing the passer calls. And you know what I'm talking about. So my arms are up. I'm rushing the passer. I'm trying to block the the pass, and I'm pushing my guy back even into the quarterback. And then I kind of come down, and I graze the side of the helmet of Tom Brady, and I get a 15-yard penalty. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Some of these roughing the passer calls, they're just over the top. Last year, it was a record 149 roughing the passer calls. It was the record. And so when you see that, the most calls ever, you go, okay, what's roughing the passer? We know what roughing the passer is, and coming down and grazing their face mask is not roughing the passer. Everybody, you know, we, we always get into this, and we always try and, oh, you got to do this. And, I mean, you can't hit the quarterback any which way anymore. You can't land on him. You can't hit him low. You can't graze their helmet up top. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So, as Eric says, I guess we'll, we'll see it, you know, believe it when we see it. But that's the goal. They say we're going to cut down on roughing the passer. There has to be forcible contact to the header legs. Forcible contact to the header legs. All right. We shall see. Let me say. Now, don't be hitting Russell Wilson like that. Okay? Be <laughs> ah, careful. See, we all have our own uh, We all have our own uh, thoughts on this. Coming right back with Steve Sippel on the Nate Brown Show. He is the Huskers senior writer for On3.com. Nebraska, do they have a number one quarterback after Aaron Mar- uh, Adrian Martinez? Do they have an NIL collective, you know, with all this money coming in for NIL, Is Nebraska smooth there with their NIL collective? They signed on with the company, too. Steve Sippel on the way. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. School season's right around the corner, and Gateway Autoplex wants to show the appreciation for all students and school teachers and all district employees. For every vehicle purchased, we're going to give away a $500 Visa card to help out with school supplies. This sale runs until school starts, and you can get a payment as low as $139 a month. Like us on Facebook for your chance to win great prizes from Gateway Autoplex. Check out our credit rebuilder program at gatewayapproves.com. Located at 410 North Campbell Street, 123 Omaha Street. I'm Scott Hanna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beat you, Gateway. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. 
you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's Sports Talk Show. South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Thursday. Fox Sports Rapid City, the Nate Brown Show, live 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Thanks for listening on the radio side. Bring us up on your phone, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Easy to do, live stream there anywhere on the road. You get out of range, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Listen live also on Twitter. Watch the show at Nate Brown Show. Follow us, watch the show at Nate Brown Show. A lot of ways to get us. All right. Question of the day here, I, I wanted to ask. Tom Brady's missing 11 days of training camp. A pre-planned personal time. Do you think other players like Aaron Rodgers would be criticized more for something like this? The audience says 78% say absolutely we would slam Rodgers. <laughs> 22% say no, we would let it go even if it was Aaron. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. All right. We let Tommy get away with yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay. Tommy's got a lot of Super Bowls. Last time I checked, I understand. Steve Sipple's on tonight. Let's get him. Huskers senior writer on 3.com. Find him on Twitter at Steven underscore Sipple, and he's in tonight. Steve, thanks for the time. How are you? Pre-planned personal time is sort of an interesting concept to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Don't you have it for that in your contract? I don't know. I, no. <laughs> apparently, apparently not. All right. That's <laughs> good stuff. Personal time. i got to use that sometime. With uh, my that's good stuff. Team. By the way, what would be your answer? Would, would uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers missed 11 days, be honest. I, I bring him up because, you know, his personality, he's aloof. He's, some people don't like him. Would we hit Aaron Rodgers harder? He's a two-time MVP. So. You do? I hope. I hope. I, well, I like Rodgers, but. I mean, I don't like pre-planned personal time in the middle of camp. That's what I don't like. I don't care who it is. They should get slammed. Um, All right. <laughs> I, guess Brady, I guess Brady can do what he does. I mean, he's earned it. If anybody could do it, I guess it's Brady. Uh, I don't think Rodgers could pull it off without getting heavily criticized. And I'd, I'd criticize him heavily. I don't understand. Like I don't. I, I'm still that old school dude, and I'm not that old. By I'm 55. I just sound like I'm 80. <laughs> the the uh, like Roquan Smith. You know when those guys ask for trades or restructure their contract and sit out in the middle of camp. If I mean, if I were the GM, I'd say, well, let's get this stuff taken care of before camp. Yeah. I don't want this happen in camp. And now people look at me cross-eyed when I say that, especially younger people like, Hey, get over it, old man. That's the way it works. Well, if I were 
an owner or GM, I'd say that's not the way it's going to work. I mean, we're going to let's take care of this stuff um, before before we start getting ready for the opener. I got you on that. I got you on that. Um, yeah, you didn't know we were going to talk Rodgers and Brady. We're not. Okay, we'll, we'll shift gears. Um, let's, let's go to the Huskers. Uh, I guess they haven't named a starter right. Last time I was, I was looking here, but they say the number one QB right now is Casey Thompson. As as you've been following this, what do you say about that? Well, yeah, I mean, Nate, if, if, if there were a game tomorrow, Casey Thompson would be Nebraska's starting quarterback. Um you know, he's got to keep competing. He's sharing reps with the first unit with Nate, uh, excuse me, with Chubba Purdy. Uh, Chubba uh, is, of course, the brother of the former Iowa State quarterback. Um, and, you know, Chubba does take reps with the second string, which Casey doesn't. You know, they want Casey to be pushed. But Scott Frost himself said a week ago, well, eight days ago, that uh, it's Thompson's job to lose, which was sort of Scott Frost, the head coach, letting his cards, showing his cards a lot more than he usually does. Everybody was kind of, we were kind of surprised by that as a media core and fan base. But, you know, Scott said it's Casey's job to lose. I don't think he's done anything to lose it since then. Okay, so what do you, what do we hear? What do we think about Casey Thompson? Is it is it hard to see how good he is? Um, do we have to play games? No, we don't have to play games. As long as you know how to get on YouTube, you can get a pretty good idea. Um, he started 10 games at Texas, Nate. Um, yeah, yeah. No fall out there. I mean, I watched him. You know, I watched him not on YouTube. I watched him on my TV in the Red River Rivalry because Nebraska played at night uh, that on October 9th last year. And and so I watched that game in its entirety, and I was really impressed with him. I, they lost. Texas lost the game ultimately to Oklahoma. You remember, it was really wild. Yeah. And he was really strong. And, and he, you know what? That's when he hurt his thumb, too. And so that was – his thumb injury has been – quite a discussion here on and off since his arrival over the winter, but he did tell us yesterday, Casey Thompson, that he had a corrective procedure in April, and since then, he said he's back to new. He, now, he had been, he played through it last year and during spring ball, but he said he was just sort of making it work. Now, if you're a Nebraska fan, you'll be you know, I'm sure Nebraska fans were pleased to hear Casey yesterday say, I'm not just making it work anymore. I'm healed. I grip the ball like I need to. Ball comes out uh, with the velocity that I want. Um, I'm making all the throws all over the field. So, and, you know, coaches have alluded to that, too, that he's better. He's, he's throwing the ball better than he was in the spring. Now, they didn't really get into why. Um, Scott did last week, I guess, but they, you know, it wasn't until yesterday that Casey kind of laid it all out. You know, he had a procedure done, and now he's 100%. Talking Husker, Steve Sipples on it, senior writer on 3.com, the site on 3.com. Find him on Twitter at Stephen underscore Sipple. Um, for people that don't quite know, what do we think of Mark Whipple's offense? What do we expect with Casey Thompson? in a Whipple offense? Yeah, that's the big question. Um, 
there's some things we know, Nate, but, you know, there's also, we also know in football that discussions evolve. Um, they, sometimes they have to evolve. They evolve with personnel, whatever personnel dictates, right? Now, he's been a 50-50 ratio guy his entire career, Nate. Okay. I mean, as a, as a head coach and as an offensive coordinator at multiple spots. It's always in the 50-50 range and maybe usually slanted a race. I'm talking about run-pass ratio, and it's always a little slanted toward the pass. Now, now, I'm not convinced that will be the case. I, I do think it will be balanced. I don't, and it, but it, if I were to guess, based on personnel, and it's, I would call this an educated guess. It's not just personnel. It's what the... Uh, you know, the offensive line coach's style is, but it's mainly personnel. I I think they, it would mean a little bit more toward the run. They're, mm. they're, they, and some of this personnel discussion is about the offensive line. For instance, their tackles are mashers. They, I mean, they're... One of them is Teddy Prohaska. He's he's six foot ten, three twenty. Okay, and he's not one of those tackles that's you know kind of a skinny ankle, nimble guy. I mean, he's a he's a he's a big, thick, thick legged tackle. As is the right tackle, Bryce Benhart, who's six foot nine, mm. uh, three twenty. Yeah, they go six foot ten on one edge and six foot nine on the other. And Bryce is a definitely a good run blocker, Ben Hart. He really struggled past blocking last year. It was a, I mean, when I say really struggle, I'm being kind. So I, I, I think – and then and here, here's the deal, Nate, for Nebraska fans that are listening. This is the best Nebraska has been at running back in Scott's tenure. It's a good – now, people are going to roll their eyes. I get it. Um, they, you know, a lot of Nebraska fans do that these days because of the, you know, cynicism. All the losing has made them kind of skeptical. But um, it's a good, it's a good running back room now. It's deep and it's good. And you know, they go five, six deep, mm. and they can, yeah, it's good. And they're big. Some are big. Some are little. Some are in between. Some are powerful runners. Some are more shifty. Some are a combination. And I, I guess what I'm telling you is I think they'll be able to run the ball when they have to. And that, that's what I hope anyway. Steve Sipple on tonight. I want one more question off the field, and, and I just want your assessment of it. So there's a headline with USC this week that USC's having a tough time because they signed on with a company for NIL. This is our company for NIL. Do all the deals. We stay out of it. You guys have fun. Now a bunch of donors at USC, big money guys, say we're going to start our own collective. We want to do these deals and, and give the uh, money to the players. USC's in a tough spot. Nebraska signed early. Open doors, you know, a Nebraska alum, the whole thing. They're heavily involved in NIL. How is Nebraska doing with NIL, with the company? Are there any outside factors that might uh, cause an issue? Oh, there always are. <laughs> when you're dealing with millions of dollars and people wanting to be involved. What do you think? You think that, <laughs> come on. I mean, yeah, there's issues. Every day there's issues. But Nebraska has a company called Athlete Branding and Marketing. And it is, I always say, it is a well-organized 
well-heeled organization. I'm very familiar with the the man who runs it, um, Jared Lambrecht. He has a staff that's, again, very organized, very upfront. Um, they're in the uh, they're in a very they're on a they're on a good money raising run right now. Okay, um, but he's you know I'd say Nebraska definitely does it by the book, and it's really helped. Oh come on, I mean I shouldn't have to sell it to anybody. Here's the here's why they look at the guys they brought in during the off season. Okay, you don't get O'Shawn Mathis, one of the top edge rushers in the portal to Nebraska without a very organized ABM, excuse me, a very organized NIL effort. Okay. You don't get Casey Thompson to Nebraska without an organized NIL effort. You don't get Tommy Hill, a cor- the corner here, cornerback from ASU. You don't get Anthony Grant here out of the JUCOs. You don't, there's just, those guys weren't, wouldn't be available to Nebraska if it, if it, if it elected to take the Iowa route, for instance, and really not participate at a high level. Although Iowa now, just recently, within the last few weeks, has said, okay, we're going to do this. But, you know, Nebraska, hey, Nate, Nebraska started the day they could. Yeah. ABM, ABM last July 1, the day that they could start, the NCAA allowed it. Nebraska was up and running at a high level, and it paid off. Steve Sipple on tonight. Find him on Twitter. Follow him, Husker fans. If you haven't, do it. Steven underscore Sipple. He's there on 3.com. His work, Husker senior writer, um, getting set a couple of weeks away. It's coming up quick. Um, first game uh, going to be here soon. Steve, always good, man. Thanks for your time tonight. I really, I really enjoy it, Nate. Have a good one, okay? All right, appreciate your time. Um, Steve Sipple, good stuff. Husker Rider on 3.com. The site on 3.com, live from Lincoln. All right, all right, good stuff. Husker update on a Thursday into the drive at 5 here on the Nate Brown Show. Now, I've got a couple of things for you. Um, one is, what is the most impressive South Dakota High School football program right now. What town, what school has the most impressive high school football program right now? This is for all you folks that you're following high school football. You kind of you're, you're plugged in on that. Think about titles. Think about consistency. The whole thing. I think there's two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the question of the day from a high school football standpoint as all the kids are back in practice and getting ready for games. Who has the most impressive high school football program in South Dakota right now? I think there's two programs to, to vie for this. I'll give you my answer next, and then I've got an update on what about this Rapid City Sports Commission? We've heard about Visit Rapid City getting engaged, bringing in a consulting group to figure out what Rapid City needs to attract sporting events, right? I love it. I think it's a great plan. What would be the facility or facilities that Rapid City needs? I've got some news on one consideration that Rapid City really could look at when it comes to sporting events in this town. What type of facility is it? We'll discuss next. This 
is South Dakota's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day to day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all in one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in on a Thursday in the drive at five. It is here. You've made it. The Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. How are you? Hopefully solid. Hopefully solid. All right. We'll stop by St. Thomas Moore this hour. Cavaliers getting set for another football season. They got quite a few guys back. St. Thomas Moore football. Numerous appearances at the Dome. They haven't been there for a long time. Can they get there? An 11B. Wayne Sullivan's back 32 years now as head coach. St. Thomas Moore. Longevity, consistency, building the program there. We'll talk to Wayne Sullivan about his team coming up. I want to get an update on this new situation here with the ownership group taking over the Rapid City Marshals indoor team. So I went to some Marshals games. They were fun, right? There were some question marks from the previous ownership group, and, and then they were sold in the middle of the season. Now there's a new ownership group taking over here in August. Officially right now, the owner is Wes Johnson. He's going to join us live coming up, talking Rapid City Marshals. What's next? 
The Drive at Five brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. I'm telling you, the Summit difference, they won't let you down on it. Great car buying experience. Great selection. Start at SummitAutoGRP.com. All right. Um, I want to update this really quick. It is a Thursday, so hang on. Five questions from Chris on tap. Yes. Yes, Chris is back with us. What is this? I, I couldn't believe it. I took a vacation, went to San Diego, and, you know, I, I, we get in touch with Chris. He sends us these questions, five questions every week for the show. And he was on vacation, it sounded like, right? Do I have that right, Chris? All right. We're back. We're back on a Thursday with five questions from Chris. Um, that's on the way. Good stuff today. Rapid fire answers uh, coming up. I want to get to this before I get to this high school football uh, question that's kind of taking off on Twitter on the Nate Brown Show. People are answering which South Dakota high school football program is the most impressive right now? I think there's only two that you can really put up in that category. I think about the uh, success they've had and, and the run here. I think there's two. What's my answer? Which is the most impressive? I think it's an interesting uh, question. We'll get to that. First, I want to update this. So I've told you on this program a while ago, this was in the spring, okay, even in winter, I think, winter, spring. Visit Rapid City, um, which is in charge of tourism, economic impact, okay, bringing in some um, events and things of this nature. I've always felt we've needed a sports chapter. We've needed a sports commission in this town. I've felt that for a long time. Sioux Falls has it, the Sioux Falls Sports Authority. I said, Rapid City has new facility, the monument. We have facilities around here. And what are we doing on the sports side for sports tourism to help our economy and to bring in events, to bring in people? That's what it's all about. The Sports Commission is going to be developing. So if you missed this uh, months ago, consulting group comes in. They looked at Rapid City. What do we need? What do we have? Current events, current facilities. And what, what's one of the first things we need? is to develop a sports commission. That's community members. I'm hoping that I'm going to be involved in this. We'll see, but I've had discussions there. So we're going to have a sports commission developing. These are the folks that are going to be in charge of putting together some new events and uh, thinking about how we can help our economy out and bring folks to the Black Hills and Rapid City and uh, have some great sporting events. Here's what I'm hearing um, as this all develops. Here's what I'm hearing as this all develops. What does Rapid City need from a sports standpoint for sporting events? What could be the focus? One major consideration, I'm telling you right now as I'm hearing, one major consideration for Rapid City sports needs is an indoor facility. Large indoor facility. I'm not talking monument. Okay, okay that's, that's the... That's the uh, that's the Summit Arena monument. They got concerts. They got uh, the stock show. They they got they have that. I'm talking an indoor sports facility focused on youth sports, attracting games, attracting tournaments, and then year-round indoor space available here for local teams of all sorts. So that's one consideration I'm telling you as this plan kind of is in the infancy stages here and things are getting developed. That's one of the major needs that people are looking at addressing. That's one of the major focuses when it comes to why we don't need tourism in the summer. You may want to look around right now. Plenty of folks, right? So we don't need tourism there. They want to look at events and attract people here in the shoulder in the winter. 
we don't have restaurants full, hotels full, tourism going. I mean, when October hits, it's it's lights out. I mean, it's we're we all love it. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, right? <laughs> but there's no more of that. There's there's some regional stuff that we do, but they say if we have an indoor sports facility, indoor, all sorts of tournaments, you name it, volleyball, basketball, indoor soccer, wrestling, you name it. That's the want, that's the need. Indoor large sports facility focus now on youth sporting events. In the off season in the Black Hills, that would be one of the major focuses I'm hearing as this moves forward, okay? So, and I would say, I think smart play. When you really think about all the things we got going, and I mean, people say, wait, we need more softball fields. We need more baseball fields. We need, you know, there's all sorts of things that people could say, but when it comes to combining it all, we need visitors in that time of year, and we don't have a great indoor sports facility. We have certain facilities. Yeah, we can put a small tournament over there at the uh, uh, monument arena, okay, and, and kind of use that campus a little bit, but you're not going to be able to get in the Summit Arena very rarely, right? That That's for the big, big stuff, okay? We want an indoor sports facility. I think it's a smart play. I really, really do. We'll see. I'll stay plugged in on it, uh, keep you plugged in on it. Okay, I got to get to this. Let's get to this question of the day. What is the most impressive high school football program right now? South Dakota high school football getting underway. Who has the most impressive program? There's only two that can be considered, right? I think I have that right. Let's not, let's be careful, but I think I have that right. It's got to be peer and it's got to be winner. I've covered high school football quite a while, quite a while. And the runs that they're on right now, you don't see very often. You have to go back to West Central had a run way back in the day. Remember West Central? I mean, they, they made the Dome one all, all the time. I mean, that was that was unbelievable. And now it's kind of gotten into this new chapter. Pierre has won five straight 11 AA titles, and Winner has made it three straight times to the 11B championship. So let me ask uh, the, the audience, 720-1067, if I ask you, who's most impressive right now in high school football? Pierre in 11 AA with the bigger schools, or winner in 11B with the, well, more schools, okay? They're littler school. There's there's way more schools. Winner three straight times in the title game. Peer winning five straight times. By the way, winner has won back-to-back um, state championships in 11B. Here's the update. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be this tight, but it's tight. 51% of the audience says Peer is the most impressive Big schools and 11 AA in the five straight titles. 51% say Pierce the most impressive. 49% say winners more impressive, getting through 11B uh, three straight times. Uh, Listener text. Um, let's see. Uh, good choices in winner and peer. Those are the right choices. Uh, Listener text. I'm going to go with winner. South Dakota's the most impressive um, high school football program. All right. Continue to vote on that. It's a tight vote. Really tight vote. My answer is, I'm going with winner. I'm going with winner, and I'm going to give you this um, qualification. I'm going with winner. Pierre has had an unbelievable run. I mean, think about that. Five straight titles, that's, that's hard to do anyway. But not enough teams. 
It's not the old double-A that it was with the Sioux Falls schools. We all know it broke off, right? And now we have triple-A and double-A. So, so that's one qualification. There's not enough teams for me to say, wow, this is unbelievable. Year after year after year, Pierre, they've, they've started their dominance. They don't have nearly as many teams to get through. It's a great accomplishment. But I have to say, winner through the 11B gauntlet, I mean, you've got all these teams across East River. You've got a lot of teams at 11B. Year in, year out, and winners made three straight trips to the Dome. Three straight trips to the Dome and 11B. I'm, I'm going winner by that uh, qualification. The unbelievable number of teams in 11B to make it that uh, back to back to back. And then, by the way, the selection of kids, I mean, it's winter. I mean, sometimes you're going to have a bad class, aren't you? You're going to have a bad class sometime, aren't you? You can't go and get anyone else, really. The cupboards never bear in winter. This should be their tagline on their T-shirts. The cupboards never bear in winter. Coming right back with Wes Johnson. He is the new owner of the new Rapid City Marshals indoor football team. What's next in the uh, chapter of indoor football in Rapid City? The owner of the Marshals uh, on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Do you love watching high school sports but find yourself wanting to be more involved? Live Ticket TV has the solution for you. They're looking for production managers to assist for this school year. Duties include the management of equipment as well as basic technological understanding. But don't stress, aid training will be provided. Part-time wages start at $20 per hour. Call 833-605-LIVE, extension 2. That's 833-605-5483, extension 2. And punch your ticket to joining one of the fastest-growing companies in South Dakota. Deadwood's biggest giveaway just got bigger at First Gold Gaming Resort. Our Golden Cash Blast has grown from $12,000 to a whopping $18,000. Now you can win $1,000 in cash every 30 minutes from 5 p.m. till 11 p.m. Saturday nights. Then at 11.30, all previous winners and qualifying players have a shot at the grand prize of $5,000 in cash. The $18,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, August 20th at First Gold Gaming Resort. There's a brand new smoke shop in town. Smokes for Less. This is their first of five stores in the Black Hills. Come check out their huge selection of accessories, vapes, chameleon glass, and glass pipes. They also carry Delta 8 and Kratom. You also need to check out their selection of dugouts, grinders, torch lighters, wax pipes, and vapes. This store has it all, and they will not be undersold. Smokes for Less. Nobody offers more for less is their name. Located in the old French's cleaner store on Mount Rushmore Road, Rapid City. Must be of age to purchase. New Chevy trucks are inbound and arriving daily at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. Buy them before they get here. Stop in and see us or view our inventory at DannyManholtRapidChevrolet.com. See what's on the way and buy before it arrives. You get any incentives like big factory cash rebates or low APR financing. Plus, now get a $1,000 Danny Menholt discount on any new Silverado 1500. Find new roads at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet or DannyManholtRapidChevrolet.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City.
Welcome back into the Drive at Five on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. The Drive at Five presented by Summit Automotive Group. Remember, when it comes to taking a look at the pre-owned selection in Rapid City, they've got it there at summitautogrp.com. It's kind of hard to find the right pre-owned vehicle right now. Stacy and Matt have done the work. They put in the work to get the vehicles here, SUVs, trucks, cars, whatever you're looking for, take a look first, summitautogrp.com. Um, so I say winner is the most impressive high school football program in South Dakota right now. I, I vote for winner. Pierre, a close second. Um, Lister text, winner continues the legacy of Golden Domer Frank Leahy. Yes, yes. Did people know this? Longtime Notre Dame coach Frank Leahy from Winner, South Dakota. Did you know on the Nate Brown Show? See, thank you. See, a guy knows that. He's in. He's plugged in. I had a buddy of mine who put Frank Leahy on his South Dakota Sports Mount Rushmore. South Dakota Sports uh, Mount Rushmore. He said, coach at Notre Dame? You got to put him on the Mount Rushmore at South Dakota Sports Figures. He's not quite on mine. He's close. Not quite on mine. Um, here we go. Wes Johnson is on tonight. Wes is the part of the new ownership group running the Rapid City Marshals. We've had one season of Marshals indoor football, and now Wes Johnson takes over, and he's joining us live here in the summer as uh, he gets set for another season. Wes, it's good to have you back on. How are you? Hey, Nate. I'm doing good. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. So uh, I think people kind of want to know, Wes, like, okay, Marshall's indoor football, first season went well, had great crowds, the whole thing. Then there was a, a sale, you know, that process started during the season in the winter here into the spring, and now we're into August. And so I'll ask you, um, how are things right now? Things are really good right now. Actually, things are, are really, really good right now. Uh, we've, we've got boots on the ground. We've been in Rapid City three to five days a week. Of course, we're still coming over from Gillette, um, meeting with all the partners, uh, talking about next season, making plans. Uh, it's, it's, things are, are moving full force ahead, and things are going really great. Okay, so when it comes down to it, I think August was the time where your ownership group was supposed to officially take over. Are you all set? Has that all happened? Is all the paperwork now done? Yes, yes, sir. Everything is done. Uh, the the league um, champions indoor football kind of had a, a little bit of an emergency session uh, with uh, Rapid City and the Billings teams. They're just toward the tail end of, of our season, actually, they met, what was it, I guess a week before the Rapid City season ended, and they kind of did an emergency session with all the owners and the, and the board to decide what they were going to do, and uh, they approved us as, as the ownership group for Rapid City, and then they approved the new ownership group up in Billings as well. Okay, Wes Johnson, new owner of the Rapid City Marshals indoor football team here on the Nate Brown Show, wanted to get an update on, on this process. So let me ask you, what's the big focus right now? You say, hey, we're, we're on the ground. We, we got a lot of things cooking. We got a lot of things to do. What's the focus here as you work through the flow chart here? You know, the focus, there's, there's a lot of focuses, honestly. There's a lot of moving pieces to this organization. But the focus right now has been getting out to meet with all the partners that were that partnered last year to make the season happen. Uh, that, that, that's been number one. Number two, uh, We've met with the monuments. We actually have offices in the monument now. Okay. Um, we've been hiring our sales team. 
Uh, we're still looking for a couple positions, um, but we've we've negotiated we've been negotiating our lease agreement with the monument, and and I guess I can't really give too many details on that. But we've got a great lease agreement moving forward. We haven't signed it yet, but the monument has been great to work with. And uh, we're optimistic that uh, here in the next couple of weeks we're going to sign a lease agreement that's that's going to be great, um, not only for next season but for for a few years to come. Um, so that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, and then you know we're working on a promotional calendar for next season. We should be able to announce our 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 season dates uh, around September first. So we're excited about that. And then uh, and then. October 1st, we get to start signing new players, so we're excited about that, too, and we've been kind of doing some legwork and watching the, the other leagues, the IFL and the NAL, as their, their seasons are all coming to an end and, and trying to build a game plan for, for what our team's going to look like. Hey, Wes, you're the owner. You're, you're running and gunning. you got a lot of things to, to have happen. What about a general manager? Are you set there or are you close there? Uh, I think I think we're close there. We have some prospects, and we're still taking some resumes as far as general managers concerned. I think we're probably still a few weeks away from hiring that position, but uh, I'm looking forward to having that position filled before the October 1st date, so that uh, they can be on board and help us as we're scouting for players and and signing signing our our new members of our team. What type of general manager do you want, Wes? Is does it have to be a football guy? I'm looking at football talent or I also have to be a business guy to uh, secure partnerships in the community. You know, more than anything, it's a logistics guy. So our general manager is going to kind of be in charge of installing the field, making sure everything is set for game day. But they also have to be pretty versatile. They're, they're going to be uh, – anyone that works for our, our, our organization is going to be trained in sales and have to, have to, you know, work with our partners and make sure that that we're – attracting the right the right partners and we're doing we're doing what we're supposed to be doing to benefit our partners too so uh and also that position is is a football guy right i mean he's gonna he or she is going to be um assisting uh our head coach in finding talents and um making sure the players are doing what they're supposed to be doing you know on the field and off the field so it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a loaded position, to be honest. Wes Johnson on tonight. Appreciate his time. New owner of the Rapid City Marshals indoor football team. A lot uh, more to come. Um, is Dante Dudley going to be back as your head coach? He sure is. We're looking forward to having Dante back, yes. Okay. Um, when it comes down to it, what have you talked to Dante about on the improvement side? Obviously, the first year, wins and losses didn't go too well, but it's a first year. What does Dante need to do? You know, last season, Dante had his hands full just, as, as everyone's aware, the organization was not very organized, and there was a lot of turmoil. We all know that. So, you know, for, for Coach Dante, we are looking forward to him having the opportunity to coach and <laughs> right. only to coach, to, uh, I mean, to not have to worry about all the other stuff. We've, we've got people in place, and we're taking care of all the other stuff. So I'm excited to, to support him as he builds his coaching staff under, under him. And and just giving them the opportunity to to coach the team, and to to put in the time that it's going to take to to create a winning team. Wes Johnson with a good update on the Rapid City Marshals. He's the new owner. They've taken over his ownership group. Wes Johnson on tonight on the Nate Brown Show. We'll stay plugged in on the Rapid City Marshals. Good luck, Wes, as you get into the fall here. I appreciate you coming on. 
Nate, I appreciate it so much. I can't wait to be back on your show. All right. Appreciate the update. Wanted to talk Rapid City Marshals football. Haven't done it for a while. Said, okay, let's uh, kind of let things get into some place and still things moving um, with the Marshals when it comes to finding a new GM. Dante Dudley's going to be back as head coach. Wes Johnson, the new owner, saying, hey, we're going to get things uh, you know, buttoned up here with the monument uh, so we can have our games there for uh, years to come. Rapid City Marshals football, a new chapter. Uh, there's the latest update. Appreciate him coming on Fox Sports Rapid City. I want to get to this. Five questions from Chris. It's a Thursday. Chris gave me five. I've got five great answers. Oh, yes. Next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. The cars, trucks, and SUVs you're looking for are at Denny Menhall Rushmore Honda. Shop imports and domestics. Many local one-owner trade-ins. Plus the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda certified pre-owned. With qualified credit, buy with no money down, and get financing available as low as 1.99% APR. Great prices and low finance rates make now the best time to buy. See Denny Menhall Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Finance rate available on select Honda certified pre-owned. Length of contract is limited. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Hi, this is David Brenman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying your first home or maybe upgrading to a home that you will really love? Real estate is an important investment that you want to get right. I have been in the business of finding the right home for 15 years. To get started, contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Let's open the door to your new home and say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Thursday, we're still rolling in the Drive at 5, presented by Summit Automotive Group, SummitAutoGRP.com, your first stop before you buy your pre-owned vehicle, SummitAutoGRP.com. The Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. It's Thursday in the summer. It's five questions from Chris. Are you ready? I'm ready. Five questions from our great listener, Chris, on Fox Sports Rapid City. Always thoughtful, always insightful. And he's got it. He delivered. Uh, let's see if I can give you any good answers here, Chris. All right. Um, five questions from Chris on a Thursday. Question one. Nate, the NFL season starting less than a month. There's some teams that uh, make it to the playoffs and then have a disappointing season. Who's going to miss the playoffs this year? He gave me a list. Green Bay, San Francisco, 
the Rams, Dallas, Arizona, or Tampa Bay? Who made the playoffs and who's going to be out? Green Bay, San Francisco, the Rams, Dallas, Arizona, or Tampa Bay? That, Chris, is the easiest question of the day I've had. It will be the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray signed to the deal. The Cardinals, Green Bay's going to make it. 49ers are going to make it. I think that's my other one. You know, Trey Lance, is he good enough? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take that. But Rams, Dallas, yes. Tampa Bay, yes. Arizona, too tough of a division. They're out. Cardinals are out. No playoffs for Arizona, I'm sorry to tell you. Question number two, with reports stating that CBS, NBC, going to do more college football games next uh, in 2023, what's the likelihood the college football playoffs that are on ESPN could transition into a larger televised event on the free networks like CBS, NBC? Interesting. I think ESPN's got that puppy locked up for quite some time, meaning the college football playoff. I think they've got it locked up for quite some time. Will they stop bidding on that like they did on Big Ten football just this week? ESPN pulled out a Big Ten football? I don't know. It's interesting. ESPN has went over their skis on some of the television rights stuff, but that's their bread and butter. They've got to make money off of live sports and be the place. I was surprised to see them pull out of the Big Ten uh, sweepstakes. Would they ever pull out of the college football playoffs? I, I don't think so, Chris. I don't think so. I think ESPN will fight to the death if they can, ESPN slash ABC, against those other networks, CBS, NBC, if it comes to the college football playoff, especially if there's some expansion. I'm going to say ESPN in good shape with their SEC relationship, and the SEC is going to be running the show in the college football playoff. Um, question number three, Serena Williams announced she's retiring from tennis. Where does Serena Williams place on greatest woman tennis player of all uh, list? Greatest woman tennis player list. Where does she land? There's Martina Navratilova. There is Chris Everett. I mean, there's some great players. She lands at the top. Serena Williams, I don't think people realize it. Serena Williams, the greatest tennis player of all time. I'm no tennis expert. I'm just looking through Navratilova and how many uh, majors she won. 18. Okay, Chris Lloyd, how many majors did she want? 18. Serena Williams, 23. 23 majors and the doubles with her sister, uh, Venus. Serena Williams, greatest tennis player of all time. Uh, Question number four, Chris. Shohei Otani became the second player to have 10 win season and 10 homers first uh, since Babe Ruth. After the next season, Otani is a free agent. Do you think whoever offers him the biggest contract will stipulate he has to decide on which position he plays, pitching or hitting? I do not think so. I do not think so, Chris. Isn't there value in that? I mean, I know it's hard. Maybe it takes away from one or the other. But is there, no, is there not value in Shohei Otani? You're going to pay him a massive contract. I want him to pitch, and I want him to hit. I understand what you're saying. Hey, focus in on one, get the get great value from one. I want the value of who he is as a player, uh, uh, generational talent. I want him to pitch and hit. I'm thinking he's going to stay a two-way player even in his next contract. I think that I've, I'm that team. I want him to go two-way. Final question from Chris on a Thursday. 
Friday is the first preseason football game for the 49ers. They play the Packers. Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the 49ers when they snap the ball? Um, I just saw this report. The Browns may be interested in a little insurance policy with Jimmy Garoppolo. I just saw that this afternoon. Take it for what it's worth. The Browns, if Deshaun Watson goes sideways here, would they go after Jimmy Garoppolo? That's the latest. Will Jimmy G stay on the 49ers? I think he will be on the 49ers here for a while. We'll see if I'm wrong. I think they're going to stay with Jimmy Garoppolo. They didn't want to keep him there. Both through his injury, you know, the surgery. I think Jimmy G stays with the 49ers. Maybe he's their insurance policy. I know they're going to roll with Trey Lance. Maybe Jimmy G's the 49ers insurance policy, at least for now. I think he's going to stay for now. Five questions from Chris in the books on a Thursday. Quality stuff, Chris. Back with Wayne Sullivan, St. Thomas Moore, head football coach next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A heat advisory continues until 7 p.m. this evening. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a slight chance for scattered rain showers. Lows around 72. Southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Mainly sunny skies tomorrow. High of 96. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow night. Lows around 69. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 99. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. Looking for a great used truck or SUV? Denny Menno Toyota has them. Shop a great selection of half-ton trucks and SUVs, imports and domestics, brands like Ford, GMC, Subaru, Nissan, Jeep, and more. Plus, the area's best selection of used Toyotas and Toyota certified premium. Buy with no money down? Get financing on the spot with qualified credit. If we don't have exactly what you're looking for, we'll find it for you in our network of dealerships. See us at Denny Menno Toyota or DennyMennoToyota.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in on a Thursday, the Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. We're stopping by as many high school football programs that we can, getting you set for the high school football season. We haven't made our way to St. Thomas More, so we got to do St. Thomas More, man. I like the guys they've got back. Coach Wayne Sullivan's back. St. Thomas More football back on Fox Sports Rapid City. 
We're going to be having one of their early games against Spearfish coming up. Against Spearfish on the way. Cavaliers in practice right now getting set. Uh, Coach Wayne Sullivan on tonight. Coach, good to talk to you. How are you? Oh, we're doing great, Nick. Thanks for having us on. Well, I appreciate your time. So let me ask you, um, I think about this, Coach. You're back for year number 32. Do I have that right? Year number 32? What, what do you think about I, that? started when I was 12, Nate. Come on. <laughs> I mean, what have you learned in 32 years? Um, that you never see the same thing twice. Uh, every year, I mean, we've always seen something, learned something, uh, always getting better at something. So uh, the game has evolved. Coaching has evolved. Um, you know, it's a lot different than it was 15 years ago. Very interesting, very interesting. So how have you changed as a coach? I've, I covered you a long time ago, not not 32 years ago. I say I'm a young man, but um, uh, <laughs> I covered you a while ago, and you threw the ball, you ran the ball. I think some people said, oh, St. Thomas Moore, man, Wayne Sullivan's great quarterback coach. They had a lot of great quarterbacks. They sling it all around. And then I think you became balanced. Did you just – have you just played your personnel – Correct. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever we have, we want to isolate and make sure we do it right and can execute. And some years we've had phenomenal quarterbacks. Other years we've had great running backs or we have two big tight ends. And, you know, this year we've got uh, a lot of speed. So um, we're going to spread out things again like we have in the past. Um, I'm very confident in our quarterback who started every game last year. Um, confident in our speed. And, again, the biggest thing is four returning linemen. So uh, we're going to be balanced, but uh, if we see a mismatch, we'll try and, you know, exploit it. How important is it that uh, your quarterback played those many games last year? Oh, just uh, for maturity-wise, for him to read the defense, for him to slow the game down. Um, you know, you can tell already this year he's a lot more confident. Um, I think he had a good summer with post-22, pitching some big games. So, you know, I'm not worried about pressure. Um, he is a, he's a gamer, so I'm very excited for Lee this year. Wayne Sullivan on St. Thomas Moore, head football coach on Fox Sports Rapid City. Some of the weapons you have and a couple of new ones you brought in. Um, Easton Ogle decides to go to St. Thomas Moore. He had seven touchdowns, a lot of yards receiving for Stevens last year. What type of player does he look like? Well, you know, it was good to get Easton back. He'd been with us through middle school and everything and then chose to go to Stevens and then uh, decided to come back. But what a great weapon for us. Um, he's going to help us spread the field. Um, you know, we've got Matt Larson, uh, who was a bulk of our running game and um, is a heck of a football player, so I think that's going to help us balance. we got Aiden Mason, a young kid who came over last year from Central, who's really learned our system. Uh, he's very, very uh, excited. And, uh, you know, another fast young man. And Colby Denke, who has been in our building all four years, finally came out as a senior. Uh, he's going to see some reps. Uh, he's a big, tough kid. And so, uh, you know, again, we're excited for the speed, and we're glad we got some of those athletes out. St. Thomas Moorhead football coach Wayne Sullivan on tonight. Cavaliers getting set for the season. A lot of people think, Coach, in 11B, you're going to be uh, one of the teams to watch. With your four linemen back, four guys up front, um, how good can they be? How physical are they? Well, I tell you what, Caden um, Peterson, who came to us last year, um, has really grown into a, an excellent lineman for us, plays on both sides of the ball. Um, and with our returning linemen, you know, they talk well, they communicate well. Um, and we're not big. We never have been big. Um, but we we're, you know, very fast, I think, off the ball, which is what we've got to do. Um, and our line coaches have done a great job of having them communicate with whatever front we see. 
Uh, and again, just experience. You have guys that come back that know each other, that can talk, that can get off the ball, make adjustments in game. Um, that you know, we'll see. Uh, we're expecting great things, and we tell them they're the best athletes on the field. If we don't win the trenches, we don't win a football game. Let me ask you about the Black Hills Conference. You had a tough battle with Spearfish last year. You had a tough battle with Sturgis. Um, it seems like the Black Hills Conference is uh, a little bit closer now. Oh, definitely. That's a true statement. I mean, and again, now you've got coaches that have been there a few years. Um, you know, with Spearfish, um, he's doing a great job running his program. Kolacheski at Sturgis has been there a few years now, getting kids to buy in. Uh, and that's what we want. We want West River football to be better at all levels. And we are lucky enough to play uh, three of those double-A teams with um, Spearfish, Sturgis, Douglas, and then again to have Belfouche. And, um, you know, out of our eight games, we only have three 11-B contests because we'll be going down to the heavily favored Del Rapids last game of the year. Uh, but that only bodes well. You know, if you want to go make a long run, you got to play the tough guys. Hey, how you how you dealing with this uh, heat right now? I mean, this is a real factor, 100 degrees, 98. I mean, um, how do you guys deal with this? <laughs> well, uh, I had them out on the field today from 3.30 to 5 in the middle of the heat. they got to get used to it. Who knows what it's going to be like on the 26th. Uh, a lot of water, you know, a lot of breaks, making sure. Um, you know, the, the mornings are when we do a lot of our conditioning. The afternoons is more instruction, uh, more game-like situations, you know, short spurts, average play last six seconds, and then, you know, we, we get through that. And then they need water, they just go get it. Um, we want to make sure they're well hydrated and stretch. And so, uh, again, yeah, at any time they can take a break, go get water and jump right back in. It's a hot one, there's no doubt, uh, for all the football teams getting set. St. Thomas Moore back for more under head coach Wayne Sullivan. Hey, I got this question out today. I said, hey, winner has uh, been in the 11B championship three straight years. How impressive is that in 11B? Oh, you know, it is. It's, that's hard to get to the state championship one, especially 11B, because I always think 11B is um, extremely tough because you got more teams, but always the top-tier teams, anybody can beat anyone on a given week. And for them to make it uh, three straight times, I know how hard that is and what, what a tough accomplishment. And, you know, they do. They, they run a heck of a program. Coach Olson picked right up. And uh, what do they got, like a 24-game win streak or something? They, uh, they're pretty darn good over there. And so 11B, though, on the top, Four or five teams. You got Winter. You got Elk Point Jefferson. You know Sioux Valley's always been tough. Um, you got Bridgewater Emory Ethan, who's been in the dome with them the last three straight years as well. And so no, 11B is loaded, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a year. Can you break into that again, Coach? Into those top teams? You've made playoff runs, just not quite as deep as before. Well, that's our goal. Uh, you know, we're we are older. We're more experienced. We got better numbers. Um, you know, I think, we, you know, with the classes that we have that are coming out and the athletes, um, I'm going to hope them that they work hard. Yeah, we want to get back to where we've been before and, and start doing uh, our deep playoff runs. And, you know, we're 0 for 6. That's, a, that's not fun. We want to get one. <laughs> I know that. I know that. You're waiting for it. Wayne Sullivan, St. Thomas Moore, back. Uh, good football team getting set to go. Coach, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Nate. Thanks for having us on. All right, Cavalier football. Um, we'll have them against Spearfish right out of the gate on Fox Sports Rapid City. St. Thomas Moore head football coach Wayne Sullivan, year number 32. That's quite a deal. That's quite a commitment. Um, the longevity, the time, the effort. Wayne Sullivan, 32 years. I mean, I appreciate coaches that uh, coach that long, um, put in that much effort, and and all of that. I mean, that that's a that's a that's a big deal. 
That's a big deal. Um, Wayne Sullivan, St. Thomas More, 32 years. Will the Cavaliers be a team to compete in 11B? Lineman back, quarterback back, some uh, a new weapon added in with Easton Ogle comes over from Stevens. He decides to go to St. Thomas More and be part of that aerial assault. Cavaliers going to be an interesting team to watch, but look out that first matchup there. Spearfish, look out. That game was an overtime, double overtime game last year. And uh, Spearfish barely lost. Spearfish, are they a little bit better with their head coach that's back as well? St. Thomas More Spearfish coming up in a few weeks. The Nate Brown Show in the books for a Thursday. That'll do it. Quality stuff if you want to catch it. If you missed anybody live, we talked a lot of good stuff tonight. A lot of good stuff. Local, regional, national. The Nate Brown Show podcast going up tonight. You can download it where you download podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We're out there. Download the Nate Brown Show podcast. It'll be up later tonight. The Nate Brown Show in the books. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Also a great place you can get it. Field of Dreams tonight. I got to watch it. My Cubbies are in play tonight. At least they're in a headline somehow, some way. Thanks for listening. We're back, and the Odd Couple is on next.